rest for me looks like literally sitting and doing nothing. Like it's like quieting my brain, not even like meditation. It's like having like nothing going on in my brain and just like feeling my body, if that makes sense. Like feeling like what it feels like to have arms, like what it feels like to have toes that curl. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule, and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life. But sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. It's so good to see you. I'm so excited to chat with you today about rest and not just any kind of rest but radical rest. Tell me what that means to you. So when we first connected and we were kind of, you know, we're in the same space. Yeah. So that's why we decided that we're just going to have this conversation, totally organic and just go with it kind of conversation, which is different than either one of us normally do our podcast. Exactly. When we came up with the, well, we realized that we both really find sleep and rest as foundational to self-care and to becoming the best mom that that you can be. And so radical rest means to me is one, it's kind of like rebellious. Yes, it is. It is rebellious. (laughs) Yeah. Like rebellious because we are like as super moms or as moms, like just, we have so many expectations to go and to do so many different things to be able to take care of everyone and everything else that it kind of is like this rebellious spirit of like, I'm going to go against the grain and I'm going to rest. (laughs) I'm not going to get caught up in that hustle culture. And I'm going to learn how to actually restore my body, my mind, and my spirit so that I can be the best version. So it goes against that usual hustle culture. Yeah, it totally does. Um, it completely goes against it and completely goes against what I see happening in, in myself, but like also in my friends and in so many of the women I work with who, you know, would identify as working moms who are trying to always do five, 10, 20 things all at the same time, right? When they're at work, like they're rocking it and kicking butt and stuff, but they also are like thinking, okay, like, did I buy that birthday present gift that I have to get? And what's for dinner tonight? (laughs) And like the to-do list that they keep like running in their head or on their phone. And then they're also like all the time, like on social media too. And so for me, like when I think of the term radical rest, I am like, turn it all off, like turn it off, shut it down, shut the brain down, shut it all down. And just decompress for a hot minute because like in a world where you are called to be on all the time and in 10 places at once and to feel like you have to have eight sets of arms 
just to get through the day, just taking a breath is like, honestly, a radical act. Yes, I totally agree because you can get caught up in all of the, what you have to do and that, and, and the mental load is so heavy as it is that radical rest really is about being intentional because it's just, there's, there's so much noise. And I think that's what you're referring to. There's like, just like all of this noise and all of these things vying for our attention Mm -hmm. to be intentional about saying, okay, enough is enough. I'm ready to hear my own thoughts. I'm ready to create some quiet. Like that is radical. That, that is like everybody's like, that's not the norm. Right. It is. And so I find that so many folks around me, they can't, they can't shut off. Like they can't physically, emotionally, mentally do it because they are so out of practice. They're so disconnected from what it would feel like to not have all of that running in the background, not have that all kind of have them doing that all all the different things all the time. And so they find it really difficult, not to mention like there's all these like perfectionism kind of like also like maybe some shame thrown in there too. So what do you, what do you find is really helpful to like break that habit, that hustle habit? (laughs) So first piece is being aware of it, right? For so long, like I struggled with not being able to rest and that was part of my journey. I thought I had all kinds of expectations around what it meant to like rest and relax and just sit. And I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. Um, I would also feel a lot of resentment towards people who could, including like my husband. (laughs) Like he would be be, like sitting and like enjoying a show or like actually like just chatting with one of my kids or one of our kids or whatever on the couch. And I would be like running the vacuum, doing the dishes. Like, do you not see that all of this stuff has to get done? And it would build up so much resentment within myself until I realized like the role that I had and what were those expectations that I was holding? Was I defined, like, how was I defining a good mom? Mm. And why was I holding myself to such this like different standard? Then like, I know plenty of good moms that are able to like rest and be present with their kids and like be able to make that space for themselves during the day to do some reflection or to do something that's like for self-care. But yet I couldn't do that because I had so many different expectations that were preventing me. And and it also kept reinforcing that perfectionism, the people pleasing, all of the things that were keeping me from being able to rest. So it was like the cycle I was stuck in. It is. It is like a cycle. It's like a spiral Yes, that you get stuck in. And I, I agree. I think awareness is the first step. I think I, I think it's really helpful to have a partner who gets it in some way, Mm -hmm. um, who will support in some way you taking a break and then part of support that it has to be a discussion that part of the support has to include them stepping up. Yes. You know, um, I know my husband and we have that discussion all the time and it's like a, it's really a necessity for our marriage in a lot of ways, because otherwise that resentment builds and builds and builds. And maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be like that where there's so much to do, but with the way our lives are, like Mm -hmm. our family's lives are right now, if we want to do the things that we want to do, 
everybody has to step up to the plate. Right. It can't all fall on one person to try to make all of that happen. It's not fair and it just breeds resentment and right. everyone deserves to have some fun and some rest. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it is hard though. And I, I'm glad that you brought up that communication piece Yeah, because it's so important because so often we carry that mental load or like we carry the, what we think we have to be doing. And it just adds to the overwhelm, having it all in our mind and it, it's crushing. Like right. we think like, and then, and then what's even worse than that is it contributes to us feeling inadequate yeah. because so much of it is unrealistic and we think that we can do it and do it and do it. And then when we can't do it, because it's not humanly possible to do it all, No, we feel inadequate. And so right. again, it's feeding into that cycle or that spiral. And so taking that step back and learning how to ask for help. Yeah. Learning, sharing with others, like with, especially like your spouse and your kids and your family, those closest to you, sharing with them, what, what you want and what you need, Mm -hmm. and then going a step further and saying, how, how can they help? Because your family loves you. I mean, they do. Yeah. (laughs) They just don't know how, because you've done for so long, carry that all of those responsibilities and duties and, and burden upon yourself that they don't even know what it is that you need or want you are the one that has to decide on that like the listeners you all of you out there need to decide what it is that you want and need and then communicate it exactly i think it goes like you have to have that awareness you have to have the skills to have a calm conversation that comes from a place um of you know mutual values and mutual respect and then everyone has to step up to the plate and then it really like you need to let go of some of those like feelings around inadequacy and striving for perfectionism. And I, I don't know about you, but what I often see is like, you you need a reality check. Sometimes you have to like map out your whole day and look at it and say like, is what I'm expecting actually realistic is what I'm expecting of myself realistic. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause most likely it's not, <laughs> if you're not making the time for rest, if you're running from one activity to, or one commitment to another, and you're like feeling exhausted at the end of the day, more chances than not, like, it's just not realistic and you need to reassess. And where that's where that self-aware piece comes, like looking at your actual stay and seeing, is this even how I want to be spending my time and how, what adjustments can be made? Exactly. Do you want to know what rest looks like for me? Absolutely. Do share. (laughs) I would love to. So for me, and this is something that I just learned this past year. So at the beginning of 2022, so we're at the end of 2022 now. So beginning of 2022, and I've been practicing it. Rest for me looks like literally sitting and doing nothing. Like it's like quieting my brain, not even like meditation. It's like having like nothing going on in my brain and just like feeling my body, if that makes sense. Like feeling like what it feels like to have arms, like what it feels like to have toes that curl, to move my nose. Like sometimes I do kind of like a full body scan Yeah, and I purposefully have like nothing or try to have nothing going through my brain. And obviously my brain like moves and you know, does different things and comes up with different ideas. Right. But, um, that time, and I, 
even if I can just do that for two minutes in the morning or a couple of minutes in between meetings or something, that is so restful. And that's the kind of rest a lot of time that I need because, so I have five kids, as as you may know. Um, so I don't always get a ton of sleep, but I'm not super sleep deprived. But mm-hmm. if I don't have just like a mental break, I I find it so much harder to show up as the mom and the human and the person that I really want to be. And once I started kind of doing that, a lot of other things fell into place. Like I started to have more time for the things that brought me a lot of joy that weren't related to my family or kids. I thought, I felt like I started to make more time for yoga, for exercise, for planning out what I was going to eat, for um, focusing, just like only focusing on my work, because it was like, if I built those muscles to be able to um, not work all the time or not think, not go, then when it was time to focus on one thing, I could actually focus on one thing. And so for me, like when I think of rest in the most rebellious way, it's to like literally sit and do nothing, including like no phones, no screens. Right. Jen, I agree with you with that. I actually right past my computer is um, a, a nice, comfortable chair. And it's one of my favorite places to sit when it's not Christmas time. Like right now, it's it's almost Christmas. So we have a Christmas tree up and the lights. And my favorite place to rest is with the lights going on the couch in front of it. And again, just like you said, with no phone, where you just, I love that body scan piece, but really just like letting the thoughts just go through, like not taking any action on the thoughts, not like, like cataloging ideas or anything like that. Like really just tuning into myself. And I do want to mention that for, if you're not used to resting, how torturous this may sound. Oh, right. It's yeah. It's hard. It's hard to get into that practice of not doing anything because you're going to be thinking, I've got to put that load of laundry in. I've got to fill out that permission slip. Like all of the things that are normally in your mind, you're, it's going to be torture to sit and just not do anything. Almost like you have to be in a straight jacket to do so because it's torture when you're used to just running a mile, like a hundred miles a minute. Yeah. It's horrible. It's so hard. I mean, here we are. We're like, you have to try this. It's so great. And then we're like in the same breath and it's horrible because it is, it's so hard. But I think that that speaks to how we've been conditioned and what we're living right now. And I also think it speaks to the fact that we don't spend a lot of time alone with our own minds. No, no. And so we're always constantly like distracting or buffering like ourselves away from them. A lot of times with our phones, right? Yes. Um, or it's even really just dumb. with like making small talk or checking our email or, you know, running through that mental to-do list when what would it be like to just like sit and just truly actually just be for a minute? Yeah. Cause it's hard with all of the distractions. That's why I love the idea of the radical rest because it's very intentional and it's mm-hmm. very against the norms of the hustle culture and yeah. learning how to just be comfortable with yourself without all of the distractions which you mentioned the phone, which is a huge distraction. I mean, you go, this is a really, 
I went, I've been going on solo locations. It just reminded me of this phone the last few years. And it has been such an exercise in mm-hmm. just this like self-reliance, like just getting self-discovery really. Right. Um, and the most awkward piece of the whole thing is going out to eat by myself without looking at my phone. Cause I like refuse to bring like a phone or a book and like, and I, and then it's like awkward, like not to like ogle the person next to me. Like it was like, like, it is like this whole, like crazy, like exercise, but the confidence that comes from it, like just being able to get to know myself, like to ask yourself, like, well, what do I want to eat? Or like, what do I want to do? And it has helped me be a better mom because Mm -hmm. I come back with that, knowing myself more. And unless you're spending, if you're spending all of your time taking care of everyone and everything else, and you're not taking that time to, to be with yourself, which is what happens when you are resting, you're not going to know yourself and you're not going to be able to be your best version. You're just, it's it's just natural, like scientific fact, like you're just not. You're just so it's important to recognize if you are distracting, if all of the things around you are just distracting, if your schedule is distracting you, if you look down and there's like 50 things that you're doing, or even 10 things that you're doing a day and you're having no time to rest in between, then there's something that has to change because that's contributing to your feelings of exhaustion and overwhelm and feeling that mom brain feeling scattered and pulled in a million different directions, like feeling stretched thin, like it all comes back to, you need to take responsibility and learn how to rest radically. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I am always amazed though, like you said, by how much, like how torturous it can feel, but also like how much resistance people put up to it. And I, I feel like I can fairly name this because when people first suggested this to me, I was like, absolutely not. Do you not have any idea how much stuff I have to get done in a day? (laughs) I do not have time to rest. I do not have time. I do not have time for that. (laughs) And um, what I love about it now is that now that I've, I've done that and I've incorporated into my life to the point where if I don't have it in a day, something is very, very off. Um, I get so much more done Mm -hmm. and I am so much more like, I'm so much happier and so much more content. And the things that used to throw me so much, the little things, Mm -hmm. they just, they just flow right off of my back. Right. Right. So it gives you more time. Yeah. It gives you, it gives to you. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with moms without capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Um, what about you? What are some of the things that you you really appreciate and and do for more rest and more self-care? So I actually schedule 
margin in my day. Like nice. I do, like I try not to, I mean, I know when we were getting onto this, <laughs> into this recording, I was like, okay, I'm going to be five minutes late because I got to run up and get water. So some days like, or even not even some days, I make sure that I am resting throughout the day, but I am also like, there's times in the day that like, okay, it's, rest is not going to happen within this next like three hour period. But I know that I've started giving myself a lunchtime and just 30 minutes and whether I eat lunch or not, like that's beside the point. Some days I will, some days like I'll squeeze it in a different time, but just making sure that I'm incorporating white space in my day to be able to step away, take that, like take a few breaths. Um, even in the morning, it's funny cause I'll, I'll get up early and I'll come down and I started incorporating some silent time in my morning. So I get up and then I rest, which sounds kind of ridiculous, but it, works for me because I get up and I'm like, it puts me in like a, a space that I feel ready to tackle the day. And I do this, I, I suggest this to my clients a lot of times, like if they are so super busy, like do it, attach it to another habit. Like do it when you come out of the bathroom, like you're going to go to the bathroom several times during the day. Like instead of rushing back out, just stand there and just do some deep breathing and check in with yourself using a body scan. That's usually what I do mention about just saying like, well, what am I feeling right now? And naming that feeling, like just doing some regular check-ins throughout your day to be able to get yourself like kind of reinforce the fact that you are able to take a rest. It's, it's, it's okay. The world's still going on. The world's not falling apart. Like it, it's absolutely possible. So you start like proving to yourself. Right. It's, it's absolutely possible to take a rest. Right. So you mean when I'm walking like up the stairs and around and through the hallways on my way from my office to the bathroom or whatever, I shouldn't just be like maximizing my time by reading my email. <laughs> no, like focus no. on the moment and hand. Cause how many yeah. times you got there, you're like, what did I even do? Like, you know, like it's kind yeah. of, it's, it's just feeding and you're, you're using a time that you can regularly like just be present in that moment instead of having your mind go in a hundred different directions. It kind of slows down time a bit. Yeah, I know. I would, I, I like the feeling of slowing down time because I feel like, especially over the last couple of years, time has sped up even more. Do you feel like that sometimes? I don't know how that can be when there was like this pandemic and things should have like really slowed down. But when I look back on it, it feels like everything has accelerated. <laughs> what? I think it's age too. Oh like, no. Like the older <laughs> we get, the faster time seems to fly. <laughs> I mean, I, I do think there is some like truth to that, right? Because like, just like in terms of perception and relativity, yeah. When you're right? younger, you've got a whole lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um. I think it's interesting that you kind of brought up like connecting it to a different habit or maybe like a different particular time of the day, like the morning time and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that like having a routine over those areas that you can actually control, because I know for as moms, like it feels like when you, it feels like there's often like so little that you can control, you know, by the time you get to the end of the day, it's, it's hard to know like exactly what's going to happen next. Has someone been sick? Did something happen at work that you have to stay late for? Did something break at home? Like so many things like could yeah, happen. And so control. I, yeah, that are out of your control. So I feel like that, that time, if you can get it before the kids wake up mm -hmm. as well as, um, 
like between bedtime, like your mm-hmm. bedtime and their bedtime, yeah. that is really some like potential for some magic time for using yourself. your bookends, using yeah, your, bookends your bookends in your day, you know, yeah. maybe spending some more time on the weekends doing some rest, like your bookends of the week as well. Yeah. Usually, especially when you're starting, those seem to be because the daytimes, if you're not used to like taking those times throughout the day, your daytimes are already probably packed. Right. Exactly. So start by just going in the morning or at night and find what works for you. We can, we can tell you all day what works for us. Right. Exactly. You're going to have to just be curious, experiment, and just trust in the process that radical rest will change you. Yeah. And be willing to give things a try and try different things. And I think one of the things to keep in mind is we all are going to need different types of rest, right? Some of us are going to need like a a sensory break at some point. Some of us are going to need maybe the opportunity for some more creative type of work that is actually rest for us right? because we're trying something different and we're getting a different kind of, you know, mental Mm -hmm. stimulation. Um, but there's a lot of different kinds of rest as well. And even deciding to make space for something that is not going to make you money or not going to make you lose weight or not going to make you more perfect or whatever kind of purpose. Yeah. Right. Something that doesn't have a purpose. purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Just to do it for the sake of doing it. That can be really restful. You just reminded me of something when you said about the creative rest, Yeah. like, I, I'm taking piano lessons right now. And oh, cool. I, that's so I love that. Cool. I wanted to add some fun to my, yeah, I wanted to add some fun to my life. And I was like, and I just always wanted to learn piano. So I started taking lessons. And that hour that I pull out the key, like, because I, we don't even have a piano, I do a keyboard. So I pull out the keyboard, but it's kind of like a little production because we don't have a place for it. So I got to pull it out of my closet every night when I practice. But when I get into it, like, it is rest for me. Like it is relaxing yeah. and it is just peaceful to me. So what came up when you were just saying that was coloring, like doing yeah. about coloring that can be very restful and relaxing and rest restorative. Mm-hmm. And sure. You might not be doing nothing, but when you're coloring, your mind tends to kind of just release those thoughts like it all the thoughts will come through and release you're not sitting there actually pondering and like trying to solve any problems or like solve the world (laughs) you're not doing anything but just what you're doing so being in the flow and doing something that you enjoy and it could come out as a creative act or a creative art but getting into that flow can help you get into that restful state yeah and I think I just love that you mentioned coloring because that just reminds me too, that we don't always have to rest alone. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we can rest and like we could color like with our kids. It, it might not be rest if we're not careful, right. With how we set it up. Right. right? Like if you may need to like explain, like, I know I would be explaining to my kids. Okay. Like this is my rest time. If you want to join me for it, you can, but understand that it's like, within the bounds of this kind of framework. I'm not going to go look for a crayon. Yeah. I don't want to hear about <laughs> how the pencil's not first. sharp enough. Like I'm not momming right now. I'm coloring. <laughs> right? like, that means you color gotta time. some boundaries. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some boundaries. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I, yeah, I think that's so, I think that's really, really smart. And then, you know, really at the end of the day, 
I want to rest not just for me, but like for my kids and for my family so that I show up in the best way that I can. And also so that I set that example. Like I am so over the idea that we have to push ourselves, you know, 120% or whatnot, and that we have to deprive ourselves of sleep or of nourishment or of rest or fun or joy, or that we have to push through when things are really, really hard or we're not feeling good. Like I want my kids to see that I make my own health and wellness a priority. And that means getting rest so that they will too. Absolutely. I love it. Cause it is, it's, you know, we call it self-care, but it's really caring for all of those that you love. Yeah, exactly. And it's when you take it to like that extreme, like it's really rebellious mm-hmm. and radical. I, I love it. Radical. Yep. <laughs> So this has been an awesome conversation. It has. (laughs) It's been so good. I've loved it. Before you go, can I ask you, what do you think we can do to empower other women, other moms to um, make radical rest a priority in their life? Hmm. I feel like them listening to this conversation, I hope, I hope that is our, you know, that's our ultimate goal is that they start making those changes, start small, like just start small, just look at your day and say, where can I take, you know, five minutes to myself? Where can I take five minutes back and make it your own so that you can, you can, you can discover the benefits of rest. Cause it, yeah, what you're doing right now may not be working. So why not try something different? Right. I've had so much fun with this conversation. So I know for me, I'm Jen Laramore and folks can hear more from me on the mom first podcast. And you also have a podcast. I do. So I'm Ani Michalski and uh, my podcast is moms without capes. And I can also be found on any of the platforms under moms without capes, but I'm mostly on Facebook. So come join my Facebook group. We're a great community moms without capes. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much. This was so, this was really fun. It was really fun. Absolutely. I loved it. (laughs) Today's episode is sponsored by the Supermom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their supermom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. 
Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.